welcome to World in Focus, the podcast for making sense of the complex world around us. I'm your host, Nick, and with my background in history and philosophy, we'll try to make sense of the senseless and walk around life with a little more confidence and understanding. Join me this week as we take a look at the current state of the U.S. House of Representatives. And as many of you probably know, the House finally elected a new speaker. Yay for them. After the ousting of Kevin McCarthy at the beginning of October, they have now elected a new speaker, Mike Johnson. He is a Trump supporter, a staunch pro-life activist, and controversially a young world anti-evolutionary, which basically means that he thinks the Earth is like around 10,000 years old and is not a huge fan of the theory of evolution. But there are tons of articles about him if you want to go read somewhere else or look up or listen to or watch whatever about him there's tons of it because people are obsessed what i want to do this week is just take a look at this congress the 118th u.s congress and how they've done particularly with the house but also the congress as a whole how do they stack up to past congresses what have they gotten done and what haven't they gotten done and after doing the research um it's not good they have been really bad and been pretty much of a failure the whole time and granted, they're still in the first year of their two-year session of Congress, but even still, it doesn't look good for them, especially after the whole speaker fiasco. They just haven't really done anything. It's not as if they're bad because they've done bad things and made poor decisions, which they have. That happens. But it's really just because they've just not done anything, particularly in the House where everything starts. All the bills need to go first. Which is not a good look when everybody in the House is being paid $174,000 for a total of $77 million in taxpayer money, and which has largely been $77 million that has just been spent for them to sit around and do nothing. And even minimum wage workers, if they sit around and do nothing, that's not good for them, and you will be in trouble. Now, what do I mean when I say they have done nothing? Well... If you go ahead and you go look at the stats of what exactly has happened uh, in previous Congresses, it is pretty much about average over the life of a two-year Congress for legislation to be introduced, and that is usually around ten to 16,000 pieces of legislation that get introduced over the span of two years. And by the time that they're finished, there is usually about uh, 1,000 to 1,200 pieces of legislation that are enacted and passed into law. Now, this Congress, which is now almost concluded with 10 months worth of, uh, almost, they're almost halfway done, other two-year stint, they have enacted 36 pieces of legislation. Not 36,000, just 36. And they have had over 10,000 pieces of legislation go through. Uh, more than 6,500 of which are still waiting. And they haven't even really looked at. Now, there's clearly a lot on their plate. They still need to pass a budget. And, you know, on September 29th, Congress managed to sign a 45-day stopgap so the government wouldn't shut down. But at the time of the release of this episode, that will have been 28 days ago, meaning that the entire Congress and the congressional process would need to have a budget prepared and passed and signed into law by the president in just 17 days, a little over two weeks. 
a budget that will need to get through the House and the Senate and then eventually be signed by Biden in a Congress that has only managed to put through 36 pieces of legislation in almost an entire year. And if the budget isn't passed, then the government shuts down, which would mean that 630,000 postal workers, 1.3 million military personnel, and hundreds of thousands of other federal employees will just be forced to stay home and not get any money, or to continue to work for no money. While the congressmen and women out there would still be getting paid during that time. Not exactly fair, especially when you put into consideration that between 55 and 65% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. There will be thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of those federal employees whose lives will be totally upended by a shutdown, um, which is another notch in the not-so-nice belt for possibly one of the worst Congresses in American history. And that's partially my opinion, but also just when you look at the numbers, that's just what it is. But what might we see them pass? Well, like I said, there's over 6,500 pieces of legislation on the back burner for the House to get through committee and approve. Almost there are 1,400 of them, which are already in committee. And now that there's a new speaker, he can determine when to bring bills out and force votes on those bills, which hopefully begins to happen pretty quickly after the budget situation gets dealt with. Now, obviously, there's no way that I can go through thousands of bills that are currently waiting in the House, but there are a few things that people can be on the lookout for. There is an AM radio act uh, to make sure that an AM radio is in every single car in the U.S. That's the radio frequency that they use to broadcast emergency signals like an invasion by a foreign power or a severe weather alert, something like that. So it's probably an important one. There's a puppy act to make sure that dogs in commercial uh, breeding centers and you know, PetSmart or whatever, the ones that hold the dogs to give them guidelines for how the dogs are socialized, taking care of given food, whatever. Um, there is an act called Ethan's Law, which involves regulation on how to store firearms in U.S. homes, named after a kid who was accidentally killed by a firearm that was stored in a cardboard box, shot through the box, and hit him. There is an act... Um, called the Affordable Housing Credit Improvement Act, which basically just changes some regulations on an existing one to uh, address inflation and make things more affordable. So if you have a lower income and are looking to uh, purchase a house at some point, you might want to take a look and follow that one. There's a number of acts about keeping prices low and helping students from poorer families be able to eat food during the day when they go to school. Um, there's stuff about benefits for poorer families so they can afford food. There's a lot of stuff about veterans and taking care of their mental health. Uh, there's acts on Social Security. Uh, a big one be about not changing Social Security benefits for government employees because in the past what they would do is if you got a pension from a government agency or even a pension from a private company, um, your Social Security benefits would actually go down because you have two things. So they would be changing it so that your Social Security would remain the same regardless of whether or not you had a pension, where that pension was from. There's 
lots of uh, women's health protection acts uh, revolving around abortion. There were, there's even acts about uh, protecting, in particular, women and children's health in regards to uh, climate change, particularly with pregnancy. Uh, that's where the women come in, and then the children that follow, because there can be uh, apparently adverse effects from the climate change based on this bill on children, small children, and then the the unborn children in the pregnancies. There's a bill that would make Washington, D.C. a full state and bring it into the United States because currently it's just its own little independent uh, district that still votes in elections and whatnot, but it's not actually a state. But there's really just tons. If you're interested in anything, the uh, congress.gov website has an actually fairly intuitive search bar. If there's anything, any topic that you're thinking about looking at, you can search by keyword and just find it. And hopefully there's something in there you can read and see what our government's getting up to. I actually would encourage anyone who is even mildly interested in what the government is doing and how it affects your life. If there's anything that you're struggling with in your life, uh, a bill or you don't like a certain agency or something, just go to congress.gov legislation and then search any keyword you can find, and you'll probably find something about it. It's pretty useful. I actually learned a lot doing the research for this. But that pretty much wraps it up for this. There's a lot on the plate for the House to get done, uh, particularly with the budget. I'm anxious, as I'm sure a lot of you are, about how that's going to shake down and what that's going to mean for everybody who works for the government and what that's going to mean for everybody who doesn't work for the government, too, with limited access to those resources. As I mentioned in a previous podcast, I will be having an interview with the mayor of Allentown, PA, coming up, and we have that scheduled pretty soon here at the time of recording. Hopefully that happens within the next few days, and when it does, the podcast for that following week will just be the raw audio from that interview. I think that is the most fair option for both he and I, so that you know nothing gets edited out that makes either he or I look bad. So it'll just be what it is, and I think that'll be the most honest interpretation of that. So with that, I wish you guys a happy week, and hopefully things in your life are going well. As always, thank you for listening. Bye.